I'm a compulsive overeater. My name just happens to be Rob. I used to feel that I was alone and no one understood. You just didn't get me. You know, I didn't feel part of, I didn't feel included. I didn't feel enough, didn't measure up. They were faster, smarter, better looking. It's interesting, our reading today, it talks about, you never know what is enough until you know what is more than enough. I'm not sure if I ever found out what more than enough was. My disease is one of more, more possessions, more success, more alcohol later on, and yeah, more food. What I found out was there was hole that I was trying to fill with this thing called more. I've heard that uh, one is too many and a thousand is not enough. That really speaks to my disease of more. I have no defense against the first compulsive bite. And I do remember what it was like to weigh 330 pounds. And at the time, that wasn't enough. I wanted more because I had given up. I had developed a case of what I call the efforts. If I'm going to be heavy and now that I'm retired, let's do it. I'm not going to struggle. I'm not going to fight. I'm going to eat what I want, when I want, how much I want, where I want, and there will be no limits. In fact, my disease told me, let's really try to see something. Let's see what the body can do. I was powerless over food and my life had become unmanageable. So I challenged myself to gain 30 pounds in 30 days to see if it was possible. I don't know where the idea came from. Being goal-oriented, I met that challenge. 10, 12, 15,000 calories a day, I don't know. I was actually charting my weight gain in an Excel spreadsheet. Being, being an engineer, I love data, and I tracked it. I wouldn't suggest to anybody. And at the end of that, I thought, wow, that was quite exciting. Um, let me do it again. I still didn't know what, what more than enough was. God started working on me. I knew in my head this was unsustainable and unmanageable. I knew it could not go on for the long term. It would kill me. Blood pressure went up. Sleep apnea got worse. The joints were hurting. But in a way, I didn't care. My higher power began working on me. A good friend of mine had gotten gastric bypass surgery. And, you know, we'll look for the easier, softer way. And at first, that sounded like it. But I decided to commit to it. And not only that, I asked my higher power for help. You know I can't go on this way. I am not serving you. I'm not able to serve you. I'm trapped. I need you. Can't do this without you. Please be with me and, and by my side, and I will look for your will, and I'll serve you. What I was granted was almost immediate relief of the craving and obsession, and I went into that program. Higher power also has removed 155 pounds from my body. Been about six years. I know I would be deceased now if I had kept going at that rate. I'm very grateful. It says here, I've had my lesson in excess. I, I'm not sure, but I can say that this life is better than that. I get to participate in a fellowship. I get to speak the language of the heart, and I get to hear others share theirs. We get to recover together. When I see a newcomer come into program, I have such hope for them. But you know what? It's their journey. I used to want a magic wand that I could wave. I had to learn I don't have one. And if I did, I would deprive them of the journey. Maybe it would be too quick. 
wouldn't be on their own terms because I don't get to see the whole plan that my higher power has. I get to see pieces. He shows me little pieces now and then. I'll say this, my, my story has relapse in it. Um, I came into the rooms 30 years ago and I have lost and gained 100 pounds a couple of times over that span. What I can say is it is easier to stay than it is to come back. And if I slip back into the disease, if I succumb to that first compulsive bite, if I don't honor the remission I've been given and the one day at a time reprieve, I'll probably be off and running and I may not come back this time. I don't know. The big book says we pick up right where we left off and take off from there. There's a story also in the big book about a man that retired. Now, this has to do with alcohol, but for me, it was food. It was food. He had abstained for quite a long time during his working years, and then he retired. He got off the pipe, he got off the slippers, and he indulged, and he was deceased in four years. That doesn't have to happen. Relapse does not need to be part of your recovery story. It just happens to be part of mine. There's a promise. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it because that past makes me who I am today. That past is part of my story that I can share to others. One more thing about the newcomers. We get to see, if we stick around a bit, the light come on. We get to see lives change. We get to see almost a remaking of a person. There's a story in the big book where someone that knew a sufferer that was in disease saw them after recovery a time later, and they were basically unrecognizable because there'd been a spiritual transformation. It shows on the outside. You could feel it on the inside. Life is not perfect. Life is still life, and it's life on life's terms. There's a reading that we read at many meetings. And it's referred to as the acceptance reading. And it tells us our problem is one of acceptance. We don't have to like it, just accept it. And it's the answer to our problems. And we will look out at the world and try to change the world, for me anyway, that's where I get into disease. Because I'm an engineer. I want to change everything. I want to modify it the way I think it should run. The only thing I can change and responsible for is me. Nothing changes, nothing changes. Once I began to change, it's amazing. Things around me changed. They really haven't. It's the way I perceive them and the way I look at them. How does that happen? Well, when I first came into program, I went to see a cousin in another state. And I said, Jimmy, what do I do? He had 37 years of recovery. He had died three times. They brought him back to life. He said, okay, tell you what you do. It's a simple program, but it isn't easy. I'm like, what? I wish upon you the gift of desperation. The gift of what? This is okay. To keep it, you got to give it away. I'm like, Jimmy, stop it. Seriously, what do you do? What's the secret? All right. You go to meetings. Okay. You get a sponsor. All right. You do the steps. You get into literature, the big book. You find a 12 and 12 meeting. And for you, preferably one of men, because you'll learn things there. You'll see men sharing their, their feelings. You'll see men trusting each other. Because some of us men don't, don't have that and don't do that. Just do some of those things. I did exactly what my cousin Jimmy said. It seems to work. I hope it works for you. Keep coming back. My first meeting, they said, we'll love you till you can love yourself. You're welcome and you're in the right place. And then the lady hugged me and I went, ew. But you know what? When I went home, that's all I could think about. And for a time, I kept coming back. So I wish for you the gift of desperation. Keep coming back. We will love you till you can love yourself. 
and thanks for letting me share today. The things expressed are me, from me, about me. They're not OA. They're not the uh, virtually recovered intergroup. They're just one suffers opinions. And I'm Rob and I'm a compulsive eater. Thank you.